The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. For Tech Tuesday with Andy O'Donoghue today, I've asked him to discuss home security, uh, particularly installing your own CCTV and smart doorbells and all that sort of stuff. So Andy, just to start with the basics, wired or unwired? And it's a question that we should ask ourselves because we now can ask ourselves. There was a time, Matt, when you had to have a wired security camera or a wired doorbell, which meant getting a household electrician to come around, do the cabling for you, and for anyone who's tried to get a tradesman to do anything recently, almost impossible. So um, now these uh, all of these smart home devices are nearly all available in battery-powered versions. And believe it or not, Blink and Ring and EasyViz even have solar panels that clip onto their lights. So my advice is absolutely, if you can, go for the wireless version because it will arrive in a box, usually with all of the little tools that you need, even the Ring um, a spotlight comes or, or doorbell comes with a little spirit level so you can level it up install it yourself and literally you can do this in 15 minutes I did my doorbell in 10 minutes and my security lights in even less OK just explain a little bit of what has to be done here do you have to remove your existing doorbell and replace it I mean do you have to get something that, that's the same size as what you would have had you don't and so um, in say in my case I can speak to that I left my original doorbell where it was but I mounted the ring doorbell just on the brick outside. So it just required two little screws and uh, fixing like that. Now, if, if you decide to install a wired doorbell, you do have to replace the old doorbell, but they're quite, they, they fit quite flush and they come with little spacer panels and all of that. So it's really easy to do. And cleverly, they come with little wedge-shaped chocks. So, you know, on a porch, if someone is standing on the doorbell or standing on the step, yeah. you might have to angle the camera in and all of them come with those sort of little attachments. So it's very well thought out. And they really are easy to fit. Okay, uh, we'll get into some of the specifics of the various products available in a moment. But you do need Wi-Fi, don't you? You you do need Wi-Fi because these devices connect to your home broadband network. And the reason they connect to your home broadband network is because they have cameras in them and they capture footage, but they need to send it somewhere and you need to see it. So your home Wi-Fi network acts as the hub. So you have an app on your phone for whatever uh, make of camera or doorbell you're using, and that's where you can access the footage. But you can access the footage in real time. So if you're not home and you detect motion at home on a camera or on the doorbell you're sitting in the office you can look at your phone and most of them will allow two-way communication so you can speak to the person at the door and say okay I'm not home just leave the package there I'll be home early so you do need uh, you do need Wi-Fi and you should remember that when you're installing these if you're installing an outdoor camera maybe down the garden um, or a doorbell which is at the front they're probably going to be quite a way away from your living room which is most likely where your home broadband router is so you might see that your Wi-Fi signal falls. Don't panic. For about 50 or 60 euros, you can get an extender or, of course, you can get a Google or a TP-Link mesh. And so you can extend your Wi-Fi further out. But a couple of things to remember, most of these devices only work on 2.4 gigahertz, which is the other frequency that our routers work on. And many people have switched to five. So they have the older specification. So you need to remember that. And the other thing, of course, is the better your Wi-Fi signal is near the camera, the better quality signal you'll get. What about storing the footage that you get from the camera in the event of a break and when you're not there and you want to give it to the guardee? So many of them have a built-in micro SD slot and you can 
can pop a little, you can buy a card for 20, 30 euros, pop it into the camera and your footage is stored on it. But most of them also allow you to use their cloud service. And so Ring and Blink and EasyViz, they all have those services. It's another subscription, but it means that you have this rolling footage of either seven or 30 days. And if something does occur or you want to look back on an incident, uh, someone says a package was delivered and you can't find it, means your footage is stored in the cloud and is accessible. Because the listener here says, my doorbell captured my package been dumped in the bush this morning Ah. by a courier. That does happen indeed. <laughs> there are, uh, are there issues in relation to uh, GDPR, though. Not and how far the camera can actually take footage from, dis- what distance it's allowed to and do. It's a great question. And there is a household exemption. And because, you know, private homes um, have this sort of exemption where you don't have to worry that much. Really, the rule is the cameras on in your house and around the garden that monitor your daily life and people coming into, to and from your house are fine. But if you had a camera that was pointing into a public area that captured faces or registration plates, well, then that might bring you into the GDPR um, realm, so just avoid it. Um, don't record uh, onto the street. Just record your driveway. Okay, a listener says uh, the wireless ring doorbell not good. Keep having to recharge it. Uh, so you might have to. The listener might have to change their battery. I get about three months out of my um, wireless doorbell, but I would suggest they just buy the solar kit, plank it on. It's about forty euros, and you get constant power. Okay, you suggest that you should choose a brand and stick with it for all the various add-ons. Absolutely. And so the reason that you you only really want to stay with one brand of camera, the reason is you might see this, that and the other on offer, but all of the cameras need their individual cloud uh, subscription if you're going to record footage. So the best thing to do is find a camera that you like and say, right, I'm going to, this is the brand I'm going to use. And so I only need one subscription. And those subscriptions cost about 50 euros a year. You don't want multiple cameras requiring multiple, multiple subscriptions. And what about making them smart home compatible? Should you be getting, if you go for those products that you've mentioned, like Ring or others, yeah. are they compatible with your Alexa or Google? Nearly all of them are. And that might sound useless or frivolous, but it's actually incredibly use, useful. So you can do things like if the doorbell rings, you can say, show the, show the front door on the TV. If your TV is an LG or a Samsung, it'll show you your video. But you can also have um, them detecting movement and triggering other things. So if you're not home and a camera detects movement it can turn on lights it can turn on music giving the impression that somebody's at home so worthwhile feature okay what particular products do you like and recommend um there's a okay so there's the first camera you're likely to buy will be an indoor one and everybody makes one and these all cost around 30 euros whether it's tp link or blink or nest everyone has the little plug-in usb cameras There's a couple that I really like, though. For instance, uh, Blink make an outdoor camera, and this is a wireless camera. Uh, It's about two and a half inches by two and a half and costs just under 100 euros, but it's wireless and the battery will last up to two years. They are absolutely fantastic. I've had um, a couple in the garden for quite a while now. They capture wonderful 1080p footage. They react to movement. You can disable them if you're home. And of course, your footage is stored online. And they're actually, I used one recently. I just turned it around and pointed it at a bird table. It's kind of fun recording stuff like that. Not just people trying to scale your wall. What about the best doorbell? 
Um, I think uh, EasyViz make a really nice uh, wired and wireless uh, doorbells for €129, which is good value. Ring, who we just mentioned, have a new doorbell coming out for less than 50. uh, uh, Sorry, Blink do. But Ring have have seven different doorbells, um, from a wired one for 60 euros or or less, up to a 400 euro doorbell that fits flush with brick and has wonderful features in it. So I, I would recommend them. How many things, just to finish, Andy, how many things do you actually need in your house, do you reckon? How many cameras? Yeah. Well, well, um, a front doorbell, incredibly useful. You need a security light and camera at the back. And if you have side access, just one there. Then if you want to put things inside, um, like uh, tan and pilt, uh, tan, uh, um, pan and tilt cameras from EasyViz, um, things like that. You can add indoor cameras. For me, it's all about the outdoor cameras and that's what you should be keeping an eye on. Our listener wants to know, and I know I've gone way over time, but there's a lot of interest in this. How do you protect against hacking of the camera? Uh, most of them uh, provide you with a separate encryption password for the footage. And if you lose it, your footage is gone, but they all have uh, AES concrypt, uh, encryption generally. And so your footage is safe. And they also have privacy modes, so don't worry about them taking photos while you're asleep or um, while you're home even. You can turn that off. Andy O'Donoghue, thank you for joining us for Tech Tuesday. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.